How's it going, lads? Just before we get into this podcast, I just want to put a little, uh, I suppose, disclaimer here because it kind of dawned on us after we'd finished it that we do need to put a warning at the start of this. Um, we do talk about depression. We do talk about anxiety. Um, we also talk about some pretty not very nice things such as like suicidal thoughts and some other kind of pretty rough topics so i just want to put this warning out there so just know what you're getting into when you're watching this podcast if you would rather not watch it feel free to check out another one of the episodes or maybe check out next week we're gonna have a you know a different subject matter so just as a little warning there to you guys um and hopefully it helps if you watch it maybe you get some useful advice for yourself and yeah other than that we will see you guys next week Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode eight of the Tweak Show podcast. I am Tweak. I'm Show. And this is our intro. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, lads, big, uh, big depressing topic this week. So I'm going to put this here as a warning for anybody who maybe doesn't want to listen to this. We're going to be talking about mental health and yeah. mostly, mostly how fucked mine is. <laughs> Well, maybe not. Um, but we're going to talk about mental health because as some of you may not know or may know, I had a pretty bad bout of it recently over the weekend and we thought, well, we might as well talk about it on the podcast because everybody's in lockdown. Who isn't depressed? You don't get to see your friends. You don't get to go out. You don't get to travel, blah, blah, blah. You know yourselves. Daily life has changed because of lockdown and coronavirus and all that lovely shit and uh yeah mm. yeah everyone's mental health i think has taken a bit of a shite in you know a global pandemic which is to be expected <laughs> as well you know mm. um whether you're not working you know because of a lockdown where you're stuck at home or you are working because you're considered an essential worker, which, you know, both are stressful. Um, and, you know, obviously been stuck inside a lot, not being able to do a lot of social things. It's, I mean, it's going to affect you, you know what I mean? So mm. um, I think everybody's kind of struggling in one way or another um, in terms of mental health over the last few months. Mm. And all the therapists are all booked out yeah isn't that i rang four it's therapists mad, like i rang four therapists the other day and the last guy i spoke to gave me a website that i have to go on to and he gave me two names for people on there so i need to go to this website and find these people and somehow get in contact with them i don't know if i email them i don't know if i like ring them through the website or if they're even going to have you know appointments available or whatever so I guess yeah, that's crazy. I'll figure that out. I was supposed to do it yesterday, but I forgot. I forget. Cats, hey, can you not be making noise, please? Oh, well, there's a bag on the couch and they want to get into it, so. Yeah, there's a bag on the couch, the bag that we put the green screen in, and Boo mm. is just, she wants to sit in it. So give me a sec. Yeah, Show's just going to move the cat real quick. Just any any form of bag that the cat can get in, you know, just put her on the table. She won't sit there. Hey, boo. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Bye. 
But of course, you know, when we're not doing something on the table, she will be all up on it because she knows she's not meant to be on it. But you put her up there and she'll run away. Yeah, they love mm. sitting on the table. Like, why? Because it's higher than it's the just, floor. Yeah, it's just cat things, isn't it? Yeah, even though they have a massive cat tree over there, they can be on. And this table isn't, like, comfortable. It's hard, you know? Mm. It's not nice and cushiony, but I don't know. For whatever reason, they love being on top of things that they, you know, shouldn't be on. Yeah, anywho. Anywho. So, yeah, we're going to talk about mental health because talking about it is good. And maybe somebody who's watching this is going through the same kind of crack that I am or we are. And maybe they find a little bit of solace in that. Yeah. And I don't know how deep to go with my own stuff. Yeah, it's up to you. Do I just let it go? Just fucking let it fucking rip and we, just... We know. haven't like... We haven't planned this episode. We It's not structured. It's not scripted. <laughs> it's yeah. literally just like... Off the cuff. We're just going to talk and see kind of where it goes. It's probably um, going to be like a short-ish one. Yeah, we're not going to like drag it out to make it an hour or anything. We're just kind of mm. just going to talk until we're done, I guess. Mm. Um. So do you want to start? No, you can go. But yeah, as like whatever you want. <sighs> I get, you know what I'm you know what I mean? I don't want to talk about this on stream cuz like on stream you did you know, touch on it a bit on stream. Yeah, a little bit, but like nowhere near to like the details that, you know, are like the big details of it. Yeah, because I mean, you, when you're on it's stream, up to you if you want to, like what? I, I like I, go, I I'll talk about it. I don't mind. I just didn't want to talk about it on stream because, like, first of all, I just don't think it's something that should be talked about on stream, because the stream is where you know we entertain. Yeah, and I don't want to fucking tell somebody that's just like gonna hear something and go, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And like you know maybe like I don't know set them off and. I don't know, make them sad or something or like worry about me or whatever. But like, it's nice because with this podcast, less people listen to it. So I'm not like directly telling 500 people like on the spot that, you know. Yeah. Or whatever. Or like it gets clipped and shared around or something. Not that like people would do that. I don't think people like give a shit that much, you know. Maybe if I was like, I don't know, way bigger or something. But No, but that makes sense. Like people go to your stream to kind of yeah. get away from their own like, shit, I, I guess. touched on it like a tiny bit, but like... I made it sound not quite as bad as it is. It's pretty fucking bad. <laughs> um, I don't know where to start with this now. Do I, like, go back? Start from the start? Start wherever you want. Yeah. I don't know. So, I've been, like, depressed for years. Uh, it probably started when my best friend died. When I was 18. We were at, what, summer break at college? I had just finished my fucking repeat exams and I was on the train and I went to your house and then the next morning yeah I got the call or the sorry the text I woke up to a load of text messages and then that was it he had leukemia and he was younger than me I think he was 17 I don't even think he had turned 18 yet he just turned 18 or he just turned 18 yeah he just turned 18 and then that's probably where it started for me and then after that, did college for a couple of years. Had a fucking blast in college, just drinking and fucking <laughs> being a dumbass. And then left that college, went to another college. I went to another college because my dad got cancer. And then six months later, he was dead. Uh, 
and he wanted me to go to this college because he was friends with somebody who was in the science department there and you know they said oh we'll take you under the wing and we'll teach you and give you everything and help you out and blah 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 because they were good friends so i went and did that i personally i kind of liked the course it was okay but i just didn't want to be in college the only reason i did it was like for my mom you know to like try and get like a and degree dad, and get a job out of it oh my dad yeah. as well which you know <laughs> <laughs> fucking go to college <laughs> yeah just fucking go to college <laughs> jesus christ you know get that piece of paper and make something of yourself so i don't know i did that for a couple of years started to really hate it and just like hate my life throughout it because i just didn't really want to do it and then i dropped out i just like stopped going and then i tried to get work for ages and i was sending around cvs i did like I feel like I had like three or four interviews with places that eventually got back to me. Never got past like the first round or whatever. Um, and then pretty much talked to my mom, told her that I didn't want to do this anymore and that I was going to try like streaming. And then obviously we started streaming and this is, you know, how we are here now. Um so those are the two like fairly big events in my life, I guess, that started me down this path, I guess. Um, and then, yeah. We... What, what about those things do you think caused problems? I think the biggest thing was when my dad was sick. I was the only one at home, so... One of my brothers was in South Africa. My other brother lived in town and he had his own stuff going on. And I was still living at home with my mom because I was going to college. And I could just commute to college. It was only a 20 minute drive. So like I might as well have just stayed at home, you know, like I didn't need to live near the college or anything. I could just drive in and out every day. So I was the only one at the house. I used to drive my mom up and down to the hospital like almost every single day. The hospital was like probably an hour and 20 minutes of a drive away. We'd spend the day there, drive home, and because I was the only one there, my mom was like, you know, she was obviously very sad about it, and, you know, she wasn't really, like, optimistic about it, so I was always there going, yeah, he'll be fine, you know, take more than, you know, liver cancer to kill him, blah, 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 and, like, I think I said it, like, so much to myself that I believed it, that he couldn't die, and then when it happened, I think, like, just my whole fucking, like, world caved in. And that was bad because when you spend six months convincing yourself of something <laughs> and then, uh, you know, it doesn't go the way you were hoping it would in your head. It's pretty fucking like devastating, I think. Uh, so that was every time I think back on it, I reckon that's it because I'd convinced myself that everything was going to be all right. And then like driving up and down and every time going to see him and every time you go to see him he looks a little worse a little paler a little skinnier you know weaker sleeping more and like yeah that shit's fucking awful like i can't like i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy i wouldn't wish that on anybody like that shit is probably the single worst experience of my life was going through that for that six months was the fucking just the worst um and then, yeah, I don't really remember too much of what happened after that. I just, I was just in a haze and I was in college. And I just kind of existed for a couple of years, I think. Like, I just, I was just, you know, 
didn't get any help for it didn't do whatever just fucking playing games when I got home and I don't know stealing lab reports off my classmates for when I couldn't be fucking bothered to do them because I just didn't really want to be there um and yeah I never really dealt with it I talked to a therapist before and like I don't know he was okay but like he would just tell me shit like yeah this is a pretty standard feeling to have and you know and you just kind of can't blame yourself and like all this kind of shit it's just like it was just like really generic like Mm, yeah really generic like robotic non-human kind of responses and like i'm sure the guy is you know i'm sure he's good like and he's qualified or whatever but for me like it just didn't really do anything for me Mm. we talked about other shit too but like it just wasn't really i don't know just didn't really help very much i don't think um so yeah i went to him for like i don't know i went like six times maybe or something it was like this online call thing because of the whole coronavirus thing um and then i stopped going to him because i was like well, what's the point like i'm not really getting anywhere with this guy and like on our last call like we spent most of it in silence because i was like i don't really know like what the fucking talk about now <laughs> this is like mm, yeah you know it was, just, it was really awkward and weird and like i reckon he just wasn't really suited for me so i kind of gave up on it then and then i was fine for a while and then all of a sudden i do this thing where i don't realize it but every day something will get a little bit worse and I'll just pawn it off until eventually my whole life is fucked. Where <laughs> I'll sleep all day, I'll stay up late all night, I'll fucking eat shit food all day every day, I won't fucking leave the house, I won't want to do anything. And like, it'll get to the point where like, I just kind of, I don't know, like I hate myself. Like You're just in a depressive episode, I guess yeah but like it gets so extreme to the point where i get really like agitated and irritated and like people probably notice this on stream when it happens too but i don't really know how to explain this it's it's like almost so extreme to the point where show could ask me to go to the shop to get milk and I know this is going to, like, shock people, but this is genuinely my brain's, like, first response to this. And this is what I didn't talk about on stream. I would literally sit there and think, instead of doing this, I could just, like, kill myself. <laughs> instead of getting milk. Yeah. It's <laughs> uh like I know it's stupid. And it sounds really stupid. And like, yes, I should have talked to somebody sooner or whatever and tried to like figure it out or whatever. But like I'm not exaggerating when I say that like the little things will make me think that way and it gets worse than that i don't need to i don't need to like expand on that you guys get the idea i'm not going to go into like details on it because i don't really fucking want to um but i will just get into a state where i will just lock myself in my room all day and i'll sit there and i'll play games or i'll watch videos and i'll like distract myself and the reason why i do that is because 
when I'm not distracted by shit. I, I don't know why, because, like, first of all, I wouldn't kill myself. I wouldn't do it. But my brain is just constantly like, you could. And probably no one would care. <laughs> and, and, and I don't know, like, how to get rid of that thought out of my brain that like my own mind is like telling me this like at any fucking given moment like i could be in the shower and i could be thinking about one thing and then as soon as my mind goes blank that'll come into my head or i could be trying to go to sleep at night and this is why i sleep with the tablet on with like a tv show on because it distracts me because if there's silence i'll hear that like in my head and just these like nasty thoughts and shit and I don't know it's it's really shitty <laughs> mm. um I've never had them to that extent but I've had similar experiences I know you said no vaping but like I'm about to like get a can <laughs> out of the fridge as well like okay. this like um yeah, I have had similar experiences with that kind of thing where you're kind of lying in bed and it's almost like your own mind. Um, and like for me, I kind of have to, I kind of visualize it as something else, right? Like you visualize it as like a fucking demon or a monster or, you know, whatever it is. Um, a lot, a lot of people do that. And I think if you kind of separate it from your own mind, because it can be very distressing when if you don't know what it is your mind is basically just fucking with you and just like almost turning against you and it's a very distressing thing to think that you can't trust your own mind so by separating it at least for me I separate it into like you know I'll think of it as like a separate thing it's a it has its own voice and it will tell me things and it happens like if I'm going through a usually I mean to be honest with you I, I, I have been diagnosed with things but like I don't you you know I don't really go by certain names of things I, it's just kind of what I feel like so um if I'm going through kind of a usually for me it's more anxiety than depression like if I like I feel kind of just overwhelmed with different anxious kind of thoughts and if I'm going through something like that it's almost kind of like an anxiety attack I don't know if that's like the technical term for it but that's what it kind of feels like to me where you're just kind of been bombarded with shit thoughts and for me if I separate that you know I'm this thing this you know you can call it depression I suppose you can call it whatever you want has a voice and it's telling me that I you know don't have worth and I am shit at everything and nobody likes me and you know that one thing that I said to this person two years ago <laughs> you know what I mean it's all this stupid shit but it like bombards at you right and it like it's like a woodpecker um and so I get I, I can kind of understand that you know I've had that just not to that extreme I guess mm. like it's never been that extreme for me I, I know that like people watching this 
And look, I, I, I get it, because I get this every time there's ever a mention of, like, being depressed or, like, you're having a bad day or whatever, and people are like, oh, you should try this and you should do this and you should try and do this every day. I just want to, like, I want to just put this out there, because I think people forget that when I'm on stream, I'm, like, a slightly different version of myself. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm very much, like, the same person, like, you know, I'll just chat to people or whatever and, like... If you ever meet me at a convention, as the cats wreck the place, um, I, I'm basically, like, the same person in real life, but, like, on stream, I'm just, like, toned up, like, a little bit more, and, like, everybody kind of does this, you know, you're a you're that little bit extra on stream. Yeah. You know, cause it's because you're, you're trying to be, like, energetic, you're trying to entertain people, you're trying to think of, like, funny things to do or whatever, and you're just in a bit of a different mindset. So, people probably... If you're watching this podcast and you've watched my streams, you're probably like, what the fuck? I had no fucking clue. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. how do you not show this? And like, on days where I'm having like really bad days, I will feel like shit all fucking day. I will not want to stream. And then I'll just sit there and I'll turn the stream on and then boom, just happy Dave. And like, that's like really draining. Um... And I just want to say to the people that are going to, like, give advice and say, you should do this, you should do that, you should change this, you should change that. Uh, trust me, I've heard all the advice before. I've heard it all a thousand times, but I appreciate, you know, the, the, the thought because I know it's like you guys care about me and want to, like, help me and see me do better and stuff. But when you get to a point where, like, you wake up in the morning and the fucking hardest thing is getting out of bed because you just want to stay in bed all day. And then when you eventually get out of bed, and it's mostly just because I have to go to the bathroom, and then I just have to try and not climb back into bed, it makes it very hard to do even, like, the simplest things. Because the reason why I'm, like, sleeping in a lot recently, well, have been until the other night, really, was because, like, I've been having nightmares a lot. And, like... I'm not just talking like, you know, regular nightmares. They're usually bad ones where like I die or I like, get dismembered in them or like some awful shit. Like my worst fear is like I'll be in multiple plane crashes. And then I just wake up and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I fall back to sleep and then maybe I'll have another one or maybe I won't. And then I'll wake up in the morning and I'll feel like shit on top of everything else. And like, as I was saying earlier, just doing like the most simple thing can seem like the most insurpassable fucking mountain ever like just dumb stuff like the simplest things would just like really set me off and it's like completely irrational and it's like it's not healthy obviously but it's just a part of depression like yeah it's very hard to be motivated to do anything yeah and and you won't really get it unless you've like there's a very famous joe rogan podcast thing where he's talking about depression and he's like, he's clearly never had depression because he just doesn't understand it, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh, but if you just did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, like, if you just do that, it's like, you know, if you just exercise, you'll feel so much better. Yeah. But like, if you've been depressed, you know that like fucking getting out of bed. Yeah. It's like one of the hardest like things you can do. Running a mile. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is go outside or like do something, you know, even like stupid shit like. Yeah. cleaning the kitchen just seems like impossible yeah and then stuff like that builds up 
to the point where oh i haven't washed my clothes in a, in a week i haven't cleaned the kitchen i haven't cleaned the bathroom and mm. then all of a sudden it's just 10 massive tasks that are yeah. impossible but even though like it would only take you like an hour or two to do yeah, all of that it's just it's just you're you're just constantly convinced yeah. that it's like this big mass and i still get like i'm not de- like in a depressive episode right now my mental health is uh generally in a fairly okay place because uh, i have been going to therapy for many months um but with you know the pandemic and everything it's not fantastic mm. um better than mine but i still get like those those th- those just you know i i need to unload the dishwasher right now which literally mm. takes a minute and a half <laughs> and i'm like oh i can't do it the, <laughs> it's the, just, the it worst, makes no sense i think the worst thing about it and i watched this guy um oh fuck what's the name of his channel i can't remember but some of you will probably know it because you've probably seen the video because it popped up in my recommended but it's basically this guy and he used to drink a lot and then he decided to go sober for 30 days so i was watching him do this because i was interested because i'm i don't like i'm not addicted to alcohol i never really have been don't really drink very much don't particularly enjoy it but i was curious like to see how it would go for him so he was doing it and then like i think it was like on the second or third episode he was saying that like so last night i had a beer <laughs> and it was like what led me to that was i just was kept see an alcoholic or did no he... Oh, he no, he's not an alcoholic. Okay. He just wanted to see if he could do it. Like, okay, um, but he did like drink a decent bit, like maybe borderline, like you know, he probably you know getting there if he hadn't had like the self realization that hey, I should probably stop drinking for thirty days and see how this goes. Like, yeah, but probably, probably close to being an alcoholic. Like, if he wasn't one when he started that, he was getting probably pretty close. Um, but he was saying this thing where like you might want to do something positive and productive with your life and like try and change something for the better but there's like this little part of your brain that just keeps saying hey man you know you've, you haven't had a drink in two weeks you can have a beer you know mm. and then he was like that's like the most dangerous like thought process you can have because you you're rationalizing with the part of your brain that is like addicted to this you know and <laughs> it's like this constant battle with your brain to like argue with that bit of your mind that is telling you that it is okay to have a beer or have a shot or whatever because what happens most of the time is you just like you you rationalize it even though you know you shouldn't and i think what happened with me was like every day i was going to the gym until it closed again even before that i'd stopped going I was like, yeah, I'm pretty happy with this. Yeah, I'm losing weight. And then I just started rationalizing it. I was like, uh, you know, I don't have to go today. I've been good. Mm. I went four times this week. And then you go less and you go less and you go less. And then your diet starts to slip. And then you start fucking staying up until nine in the morning playing League of Legends. And then you're sleeping in until 6 p.m. And then like before you know it, it can happen so fucking fast that you're just you go from feeling great to being like completely fucked. Because just those little changes that happen, like, over the period of, like, a week can, like, completely throw your life upside down. And maybe it's just because I have this underlying, like, extreme fucking depression (laughs) that only, like, 
really rears itself at like the worst times and then it just comes out like really aggressively it's not like a you know it's like a very very slow ramp and then all of a sudden like a big spike and it's it's weird it's just like when all the ingredients are just right you know and you let too many things slip that boom you're you're kind of gone down the hole so like the most important thing is like you got to do shit one step at a time don't take on too much at once because if you do that you're going to like overwhelm yourself and you're not going to get anywhere and then you need to just stop listening to that part of your brain that's like rationalizing all of this shit that you know is really bad and that's obviously like you know way easier said than done but it's yeah yeah i kind of um i can't like as as i was saying earlier if you try and separate it into its own entity i suppose whatever way you want to do it i don't know i just kind of seem like visualize mine as more of just a voice but it's like um it's it's if you suffer with depression it's kind of always there like even when you're good uh at least i kind of see it that way like it's always there and there is small choices that you make i suppose that can go you know that are better for you or better for it (laughs) i Mm. suppose so things like i can sleep in till three o'clock today that would go in the favor of it rather than me um i could get up early but you know i don't want to but it would be better for me if i did that Mm you know i could go outside for a walk i don't really feel like it it's kind of miserable outside and that's the kind of rational i you know mm. it's the same shit like it's like even i i was really good. like i suffer pretty badly in winter mostly because ireland is just so fucking dreary and <laughs> shit and dull and gray and oh my god it kills me true um seasonal it's like seasonal depression i suppose um, it's called sads yeah it's like <laughs> such a stupid <laughs> on the fucking nose. name like sad like yeah. seasonal something to pray yeah i don't know um but it's basically lack of sunshine like it's it's pitch black here right now and it's 12 minutes past five it's pitch black outside yeah it fucks with me sorry the cats are just like sprint, on sprinting around the house mm. this whole episode just give them nip before they're we start just, next time yeah they're just literally yeah. if you hear them yeah don't worry about um, it um but it do, it fucks at me it really does um be, and it's not just that it's darker earlier it's just gray all the time and it's just very overcast gray shit and uh you don't really get any light and so for me every winter i have to be really vigilant and really kind of proactive about it because uh that affects me on top of kind of the normal stuff so like last winter i was very very good about getting out walking like you know usually in like 11 in the morning or something i'd go out for like an hour walk get you know whatever fucking light is available (laughs) into me before it's dark again kind of thing Mm. and even when i'm about to go out the door i have my jacket on there's still a part of my brain that's like oh you could just get back into bed though you could just go order a pizza you know what i mean it's still there even when you're like about to Mm. it just does it you know it's it still doesn't go away 
um and for me what i focus on is those little choices now listen you know we're in a pandemic which makes things a lot harder i've been eating takeaway so much same um i haven't really been cooking you know now i'm not eating like pizzas every night of the week you know i try to at least get something decent you know but um exercise has been pretty much gone out the window mm. i have to try and start walking again because it's getting dark um and you know choices like that i need to be careful with just around this time of year in particular um getting fresh air just not being stuck in the house getting off the computer don't be on the computer all the time you know just all these little things i guess strangely enough i haven't put on any weight which is weird i'm pretty much just like at where i was when i stopped going to the gym i'm at like i'm down 14 pounds but i just like haven't really moved that much i don't really know why but yesterday i started or was it the day before yesterday i started drinking huel again and i'm like i think i'm just at this point now where like i'm getting headaches again because i've been drinking regular coke and eating a lot of carbs like i'll get like chips and garlic bread or whatever from like a chipper at like one in the morning i did it again last night but I was just like, I just I just wanted it. And I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get it. Like, I don't care. I, I'm trying to, like, do enough at the moment. And I just, the idea of just having another, like, Huel drink and then that's it for the rest of the night was just, like, too much. I was just like, right. I had my Huel earlier. I had my breakfast, decent breakfast. And I'm just going to have this now. And eventually... I'll get back to the point where, like, I'm not, you know, really craving takeout food all the time. But, yeah, this whole, like, I hate this shit where, like, you feel hungry all the time. Because I've slipped and I've been eating shitloads of carbs and, like, more food that's, like, way more filling. So now my body's just like, hey, you're hungry when you, like, really shouldn't be. Mm. You're, like, you just, you feel, like, starving. And you're just like, the only thing that's going to satisfy this is if I get, like, chips and a pizza or, like, you know, some other form of, like, shit food. But, like, to be fair, I ate it. I felt good. I went to bed. Fell asleep pretty quickly. And then I woke up this morning. I felt grand when I woke up today. Um, I just kind of need to get out of the habit of staying in bed for so long. Yeah. But, I don't know. Also, didn't wake up at 5 or 6 p.m. We woke up at, like, what? 1 no, we woke up at like 12 today. But we just kind of stayed in bed for like two hours on our phones or whatever. Which is another thing we should probably stop doing. It's just like being on our phones all the time. But yeah, I don't know. I got up. I did the dishes. I brought the bins down. And then I had my breakfast. Had a shower. Set up all the podcast stuff. It was fairly productive today. <laughs> yeah. and and, and this is things add up like and this well. is gonna sound like really fucking stupid but like this was all done without show having to tell me to go do it i just did it and i think that's like an important thing too where you just do it yourself without having being like asked or told to do it 
because like yeah, I don't know it's weird like show would like tell me to do stuff when I'd be like in a bad place and it would be the worst and it'd be like the last fucking thing I would ever want to do on this planet and then I'd be really pissed off while I was doing it and then I'd come back up and I'd just like be in a huff and it's just so fucking stupid <laughs> uh, I don't know but you recognize it which is yeah I mean I do but the at the same already. time like it's I don't know it's like embarrassing to a point and it's frustrating to a point because sometimes I feel like I don't have any control over how I feel because especially when I was like I went through this phase where I was just constantly having nightmares every night and I was just never getting a good sleep and I was just always like irritable and pissed off because I wasn't sleeping well and like when you're dealing with that that is like the fucking worst because it's like the most important thing you need to sleep and then the other night after we talked about like I told show about the whole like suicide thing I think what was it, the night before that I slept for like 13 or 14 hours like solid and then I woke up and I felt like shit and I was I looked at the clock and I was like what the fuck it's this late I was like, I went to bed at like midnight and it's like two o'clock now or like three o'clock or whatever. And then, yeah, I don't know. It just leads to this thing where you build it up and then you quite literally just like have a fucking breakdown. And it's like, I can't imagine it's nice to watch. I can't imagine it's nice to be in a room with somebody when that's happening. And it just feels like, I don't know, selfish. It feels bad. But it well, happened. What do you think? Um... <laughs> I don't know. It helps. I felt way fucking better the next day. Because, I don't know, it's weird. It's like when you like let it out and you like talk about it, it seems stupid. But before that point, it feels like the most insurmountable thing ever. And then you just talk about it and you just like sort of like release it. And then it just seems like, why the fuck was I like that? And you're just, I don't know, I feel like so fucking different, like internally over the last like couple of days. It's just so strange. Like, I don't know. It, it's such a fucking weird thing. But yeah, I don't know. It's very hard to like explain, I think. But what do you think was the issue with like what do you think caused you to get to that point I mean like we talked about it like it was probably so I had this thing where I was really burnt out playing Tarkov and I was just really like burnt out on like streaming in general and it's just it's not that I don't like love fucking streaming like I do but I got to a point where like I was so depressed that I just didn't want to do anything anymore and streaming was becoming a nightmare and it was becoming a big part of like why well not why I was depressed but like I would wake up and I'd think about it fuck I have to stream in two hours and then everything that you love becomes a nightmare and then I found that oh shit I'm like really addicted to League of Legends now and then when the season was ending, 
I just stayed up until like 9 or 10 a.m. every morning. Like spamming solo queue. And trying to get gold before the season ended. And then I didn't get it. <laughs> and then I didn't have any like desire to play League that much anymore. Because like the rank season was over. So it doesn't really mean anything. And then... I don't know. I kind of guess I copped the idea that I was using League as like a distraction to the problem because it's just something I always do. I distract myself. I procrastinate on things all the time. And then I think that's when it got way worse because I was like, fuck, I can't like, I it's like something clicked in me. It's like, oh, you can't like just distract yourself forever from this because I got to a point where there was actually nothing that I wanted to do that would help me like keep my mind off shit. Mm. You know what I mean? And then on top of ruining my sleeping pattern and ruining my diet and like waking up super late and all that other kind of stuff, it all just kind of compounded together with everything else that was adding up over the last couple of months. And then just <sighs> implosion, you know? But yeah, it's a weird so thing. What do you think going forward? I guess what have you learned from it? What? do you need to do differently i mean the thing is i've done this before a couple of times where i've gotten to that point and then i'm fine for a while and then i keep fucking making the same mistakes and then falling back into it again and i don't know i just need to be because like in my own head like sometimes show will like tell me things like after the fact and i wouldn't even have thought about it i wouldn't even have like realized what was happening and I don't know why that is but it's just something in my brain that like it's just like simple like easy to see shit that anybody else would understand and see that I just like completely miss and I don't know the first thing I gotta do is I need to try and like find a therapist because I don't know I've rang four of them already uh because obviously like and I'm still having these thoughts where I, like, think about ways to, like, you know, off myself. It's such, a, like, a stupid thing to even, like, say. But that needs to be fixed. That needs to go away. Because um, that ain't right. That's, like, that's bad. Like, if you have that, like, go see a professional and, like, fucking hell, get help. Um, yeah, that's Don't be like one. me. Because that's, like, that's really fucking bad. And, like... I know I'm, like, laughing about it or whatever, but, like, that's just something I do. Like, when I get, like, nervous or freaked out about something, like, I laugh. Because, I don't know, it's just my my method, I guess, of, like, dealing with shit. But, um, I don't know, I need to talk to a therapist anyway. I, I still don't want to take antidepressants. Because, and look, I know a lot of people take them and they're very successful for people. But, like, I just don't want to go that route because I can deal with it other ways, I think. But it's probably up to the therapist. It's not up to the therapist. It's up to me. Well, I've, like, I'm, yeah, but I mean, if they, they can, they can, they can advise it and like... they can recommend it. They can do all that. Like, I just don't. I just do not want to go that route. I, I just I'm really like set in my ways on this. I don't like them. I think they're a, I think they're a temporary solution to a fucking way deeper problem. Oh, well, yeah, that can be like worked out. And I don't think I'm at that point. Like, maybe now if I was actually going to act on it, or I had tried to act on it, 
maybe then yeah like i should fucking take them but yeah. like i don't think i'm that far gone i've probably like, i was probably pretty close to being bad like worse but i feel like i kind of snapped out of it a bit and kind of got control of the fucking steering wheel a little bit over the last few days again but i don't know my sleeping patterns probably a pretty big thing having time to do stuff in the day before i go do my job and obviously diet i'm still trying to lose weight because i still have this thing where i like i hate my body because i'm fucking fat and ugly and i think that <laughs> you know you shouldn't say things like that. i know you shouldn't say things like that but that's just how i feel and i'm very like self-conscious of my body and that's why i was trying to lose weight before because i wanted to get to a point where i was like happy with how i looked and happy with my weight or whatever so i need to like work on that but it seems like a lot to take on so i want to try and like do the therapist thing work first and try and get the heel back on the go and like try drink more water again and then eventually start worrying about you know cutting out more takeaway food and trying to like get out for walks and shit like that and just i don't know do stuff talking about your problems is probably the biggest thing like if you're not talking about it you're just bottling it and then all bottling it up does is like it's just like you're taking a bottle of diet coke and you're fucking dropping a mento or what are they called mentos mm. you're dropping a mentos into it and you're just fucking tightening the cap on it and you're just sitting there waiting for it to explode because that's what happens like you just literally like explode and fucking break down and it's like the most unhealthy fucking worst thing ever that you just don't want to ever go through or maybe you don't and you just keep going and then you do get to the point where you know you fucking actually want to like harm yourself and that's obviously fucking very bad so you need to talk about you need to talk about your shit and like you don't have to be perfect all the time you can have your bad days but i don't know you just have to like make an effort i guess to try and make things a little bit better for yourself in the day-to-day -day, especially during the whole lockdown thing yeah i think therapy number one mm. um you need to find a therapist that you like you don't have to like the first one that you go to you know what i mean like it's a very like even when i went to see my therapist the first time like she was like no pressure like if we don't vibe together you know if you don't feel it you mm. know if you you know you can see three or four before you find someone that you kind of well, feel comfortable with and at this point i don't think i really have a choice i just have to take whoever's like available well no there really no well there doesn't really seem to be much of a fucking choice like because everybody's booked out because you know pandemic and all that crap and everyone's fucking depressed everyone's depressed in ireland in general as is yeah We're very like depressed fucking country and like where we live as well uh literally just the other day somebody jumped in the river mm, yeah which the, the county that we live in or yeah. is it the city that we live in has the highest suicide rates in yeah. the country i think and it's just like a thing where every year like after october there will be like multiple people that will jump in the river and it just happens just all the time yeah around this time of year there's people that act there's actually like a patrol that's set up where people p patrol the river yeah yeah like and they're there like all night too. every night yeah. yeah and there's a lot of them as well because i don't there has to be because like 
you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, people will still jump in, but it's just about, like, I don't know, trying to get to people before they do it and try and, like, maybe convince them not to, you know? But. Yeah. Yeah. Um, suicide in males in particular is very, very high and very worrying. Mm. Um, you're a man. Why do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. I mean,. I feel like there's probably still like expectations of men to be providers and then when you can't do that it probably gets stressful or like you lose your job and your fucking family like freaks out at you or something for like lose I don't know like I don't I've never like seen or heard of any stories where people are in that position where no, you know that kind like, of shit happens I just I don't not, not a specific scenario just in general why like I don't know, because I think there's, like, a lot of pressure on men to be successful and be, I don't know, breadwinners or whatever, and I don't know. I just, I I, I don't really know, because I'm not really, uh, I'm, like, I'm a bit different, because, you know, we run our own shit here. You know, we don't... I'm not talking about jobs. It's nothing to do with jobs. No, but I think that has, like, a big thing to do with it, like. Why do you think that? I don't know because it's just like a it's just like a standard thing that like men are expected to be you know in this position where you know we make all the money and fucking I don't know you get this good job and like I I don't know like it's just like this perception that people have of men I feel like and then that perception because like I had that like my dad was super successful owned fucking multiple companies and like Mm. and then I'm sitting there like how the fuck am I supposed to live up to this like you know, maybe I can't do this. Just, maybe you think that because of your situation. Yeah, maybe maybe it's just because of my own, like the way I grew up. And now look, there was never really any pressure on me to. Well, there was a little bit, you know, do well in college and like get your education and shit. But like, I don't know. I still think like if my dad was around and he was there when I had that conversation with my mom about doing this, I think he would have been supportive of it. Like, mm. you know, because at the end of the day, you know doing shit that you're happy with is important you know but i don't know why it's so much higher in men than women i don't know it's i i've honestly i've never really fucking thought about it maybe i should do you feel like um when you were younger you were taught to i don't know were you asked to like talk about things that were bothering you or i mean I, I don't want to say this because I feel like it paints my family in a bad light or like my parents in a bad light. No, it's not. But to like do with we that. didn't really, I don't know, we just didn't really talk about that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, like we didn't, like we just didn't talk about like you know, I don't know. I feel like look, I, I know it sounds stupid, but like I feel like this whole mental health thing has I really feel just like, like that kind of stuff, kind of. It sums it up almost because like my family is kind of similar i mean the whole mental health thing really only started like kicking off i feel like in what the last 10 years where it was really starting to be like taken seriously and like people would actually talk about it and stuff whereas mm. you know when we were kids or whatever like our parents wouldn't talk about it because it was probably like a taboo kind of thing you know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah. it, it wasn't like because if you if somebody told you they were depressed, I can just imagine it now that like 
it would just go around that that person was a nutcase or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, back, like, and I, this isn't healthy either, but, like, in those situations, like, people would just use alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> at least in our world, because, like, my country, dad was, yeah. he was a company owner, so, like, you know, he'd be out at parties with other company owners and everybody would get pissed and, like, and nobody talked about if they were depressed or if they had, like, problems with whatever, or, you know, they would just drink and party and put on the face and do their jobs because that's just how it was. Mm. But, like, you know, in the last 10 years or so, it's become a much more accepted and normalized thing to talk about your mental health. Whereas, like, back then in their generation, like, that wouldn't have been a thing that they talk about. Even yeah. still to these days, I don't think my mom would talk about it or... Well, that's like a generational thing, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I don't... Like, it's not their fault. It's just kind of how the times were. And, like, even if I was, when I was a kid, like, you know, how would I know if I was depressed or, you know, it's like... No, not depressed, about... but I mean, like, you know, encourage, like, you know, if if you're upset or if you're, I don't know, you know, you, I guess, were encouraged to express how you feel or why you were upset or why you were angry or, you know, these kind of things. No, just wasn't a thing. Yeah. But like, I just want to say, like, my parents were great <laughs> or are great. My mom's great. Um, they were always very supportive of me, but just like, maybe not necessarily in that sense, but like, that's also not their fault. You know, like I genuinely couldn't have had like a better childhood. I think I was very lucky. Yeah. And I was always safe, always had food on the table, you know, birthdays, Christmases, whatever, like everything was always great, like, you know. Yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't. No, like... I know that, but like I don't know. I just feel like in this weird spot now where it's like, is like shade being thrown at my parents. <laughs> no. Like it's, I don't know. I guess not... I'm just kind of defensive of them. I guess I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. just be. You know, it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, just because someone. I guess it's more. Do you know how? How do you even? I I know the point you're getting at. Like I I think I know where you're going with it. Like. I think I understand where what the point yeah, you Yeah, it's it's nothing to do with yeah. if your parents are good or I not know. good, really. It's just, yeah. yeah. But no, we weren't. And like, I don't know, even with my brothers and stuff, like we never talked about shit like that. Mm. I don't know. Just mental health wasn't like a, a topic of conversation, I guess. You know? Yeah. But it was more so talk about like, you know, how was school? You know, what do you want to do? How are your grades? And, you know, they're more worried about me like trying to be, you know, a successful individual i guess which is fair because you know your parents want you to be successful you yeah know? but no but that other stuff is important too i wonder like will the next generation hopefully you know parents will kind of know um mm. to put more emphasis on mental health and you know teaching kids to express you know mm. The one anger and the the one thing I don't like about and... it, and this is like I don't know maybe this is like a fucking hot take or like a controversial take on it or whatever, but I don't like that people are using like anxiety and depression as like fucking fashion statements. Mm. Pisses me off because a lot of these people that do it do it for like impressions or because it's trendy, and it's just like 
that in itself is so fucking dangerous because it makes so many people take it way less seriously than it actually is. Yeah. Because that's been around for a while now. Yeah, because like I'm like I try to be careful when I talk about it because I don't want to give that impression because obviously people see me on stream and they don't see me outside of stream. And like to be fair, like even my friends wouldn't know. Because I put on that act or whatever when we go out or see other people. Like I'm I'm a bit different in that regard because I don't want to like show it. Because, you know, who the fuck would like? I don't want to sit in the corner and be a big mopey cunt for the whole night. <laughs> um but yeah, I really fucking hate that shit when people like use it as a trend or like a fashion statement or because at the time it's like a popular thing to be depressed. Yeah. And then it's just like Jesus Christ, like if you ever actually went through it yourself, you'd never fucking if, like, pretend say like it, it's they have so a bad stupid. day and they're like, Oh, I'm so depressed I'm, today. Yeah. No, bitch, yeah. you had a bad day. <laughs> yeah, like it's, fucking it's very different. Holy shit, you dropped a fucking carton of milk on the floor, like your life isn't over, would you fucking relax? Mm. Like or people say yeah. people say it, you know. I mean you can feel anxious about something like a job interview it's normal to be anxious about that or a school exam you know and yeah i know the type of person that you're on about who's like oh my god like i'm dying with anxiety (laughs) over this thing that you're just normally supposed to be anxious about yeah whereas that's not what it is like i just don't like it because it's it sets a dangerous precedent i think yeah i used to get annoyed i get i suppose there's a difference between um, uh, ex- exposure, I guess, exposure of something, like making something normal to talk about because I only discovered that I really what anxiety was when I was like 22. I was like in second or third year of college and I had crippling anxiety, by the way. I just didn't know what it was. Um. And I went to a therapist and she like diagnosed me. She was like, you have depression and you have, you know, this, you have social anxiety and you have generalized anxiety. And I was like, okay. And I I, I just kind of thought she was like wishy-washy. I was just like, I'm not, I don't have depression because I don't want to jump off a bridge. Like, so she's wrong. Because that's Mm. what I thought depression was. I thought it was just, you just want to kill yourself. Like, that's which is obviously not true but that's what I thought at the time because I just didn't know and you know I had I was just living with this ridiculous high anxiety not knowing that it was a thing not knowing you know that you know just thought it was just me I guess I don't know and then I found I I researched it (laughs) I found out what it actually was and I just couldn't believe it like I I was reading, you know, a list of like 10 symptoms of generalized anxiety and I had every one of them and I was just like, I don't know, it was like this crazy realization that it's not just you, you know, Mm. like all these other people have the same thing. It's this really weird, (laughs) I don't know, maybe it's just me. But it, for me, it was a really weird kind of realization that it's not just the way I am, that it's this separate thing and that it's not just me. And, you know, it's this one thing that has all these different symptoms and blah, blah, blah. And. Uh, yeah, sometimes. 
for me around that time exposure and like talking about it and people being more open about it is helpful so it's kind of I suppose you know being more open about it encouraging people to talk about it you know sharing it making it more okay um you know you're not a weirdo for having anxiety or depression or whatever it might be um and then there are people those kind of people who hop on the train and go you know (laughs) they do exist and it did used to annoy me back then when I kind of you know got into researching it and realized you know these different things and how they were affecting me and it did really piss me off it used to really piss me off um Mm. nowadays not so much but I do understand what you mean yeah I just like I see it and it annoys me but I try not to just let it set me off because I don't know like I try not to like expose myself to that kind of shit because I don't know I've kind of been there and I know it's only like a bad thing and I just can't be arsed with it what 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 do you mean like you know when you just like get into just like arguing with people or like how do I explain it? Or just like getting into drama with people because you had like a big disagreement or whatever. Like I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm just like internally, ah, fuck off. And then I'm just like, yeah, f- yeah, whatever. This fucking idiots. Yeah, whatever. And I, I just move on with it, you know, because like when you like start like drama with somebody or you're like, you try and talk to somebody about it, like it just stirs up this other fucking shitstorm of bullshit that you then have to deal with. And it's way worse than what you felt originally. And you're just better off just minding your own business and just fucking leaving it alone unless it's something like egregiously fucking dangerous you know to like that could be like harmful to other people if somebody has a big platform and they're spreading like misinformation about something Mm. then that's fine but like yeah other than that if it's small petty things just try not to let it get to you and just fucking you know just be like ah fuck them and just move on you know because i see dumb shit like every day from just like people like that especially shit on this twitter year especially <laughs> this year Fucking yeah hell. especially twitter as well yeah christ but it's been a bit of a shit show this year yeah just try and avoid shit that like sets you off i guess Jen. avoid 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 shit that sets you off those are words that just come out of your mouth yeah is that is that is that a bad thing you're just saying that your problem is avoiding things yeah i know but i'm just saying to other people that are fucking listening like don't like look do as i say not as i do right look my life's a fucking disaster i'm trying to fix it right i'm trying to fix things okay you know rationally when you know fucking dave up here is thinking rationally like this all makes perfect sense but like when you know the other half of me takes over like it's very hard to make sense of things sometimes and you're in like a fog where you don't understand like a lot of shit and you can't make sense of it but like that's just a part of it as well but okay your life's not a disaster first of all well look i'm just saying like mental health wise it's been pretty fucking bad this year i'd say but try to work on it you know try to figure it out like understanding it is like at least half the battle i feel Mm. like I mean, it took me years to understand. You want to put up with this for years, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. 
but like it really i mean you have to want to though you can't I, I, like, you know what i mean yeah like i mean you can't I, just avoid it all the time yeah i know like i do it's just and, and you know. not try I yeah, mean, but you it's, have to... Yeah, like, I know, but, like, it, it is hard. I'm not trying to, like, excuse myself. And therapy will help will, will help you, like, understand certain bits. Yeah. Yeah. If I can fucking find one. I don't know if everybody's... Everybody probably is a bit different in this kind of way. Like, I learned a lot. I learned, you know, these certain things are associated with, like, my generalized anxiety. I learned why you know some reasons why i had that have that it's kind of i mean it's not so bad anymore to be honest mm. um because i've worked on it but it's still there i mean it just i don't think it ever really goes away um but you know understanding that <laughs> and understanding like i also have ptsd so understanding how that works you know understanding your triggers understanding how you react to certain things and you know that's and then understanding say depression certain things you know like i kind of break it up into small things like i was saying earlier small decisions so like food water you know not eating shit you've been really good for drinking water i've been really good this yeah. year yeah i'm fucking so bad with it but but i go yeah. up and down on it you know but every time i see you have that fucking bottle of water in your hand these and I'm are just, great this yeah. has been like amazing so this holds a liter and i'll fill this up like three times a day that's three mm. liters like yeah for me know? once i get and back into bring the, it everywhere once i get back into the swing of huel because you're basically drinking a liter of water with the huel yeah and then for a while there when i had sneak I know it. Look, I know it's not like the most healthy thing in the world or whatever. But like, as far as those gamer supplement drinks go or whatever, it's got like a lot of you know, it 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 it's like the least worst mm. of a lot of them. And there's there there's some good stuff in it, and then there's other stuff you know that kind of hypes you up a bit. And there's obviously stuff in it that's fucking bad for you too. Like none of those things are perfect. However, when I do drink it, I drink it with a liter of water as well. Yeah. So, like, drinking that, like, it helps me get water into it. Because I don't like drinking water just straight. Like, I always try and mix it with something, like my wadi or, like, whatever. Um, So, that helps, like, with the huel and Yeah, the, like, I used to do stuff, that but... to get water into me. Like, it's, like, yeah. sugar-free squash or whatever. Yeah. Just put a as bit... Long as, as long as yeah. it's sugar-free. Yeah. I think you're, you're, you're fairly good to go. As long as you don't, like, pour shitloads in, you know. Just, yeah, no, I just, just, to... just put it small bit put like a bit of flavor into it but i um, used to do that to help me get water into me like anything that helps you know what i mean because yeah. if you're transitioning from like having fizzy drinks all the time yeah um it's kind of hard for your palate to go from very sugary sweet to like completely plain water yeah. bland so adding in just like you know some sugar-free squash or something it does mm. help yeah so i think we've been going for over an hour now but before we finish, if there's people still listening, I feel like it needs to be said, lads, don't, like, worry about me. <laughs> don't, like, you know, don't worry. Like, for the moment, I'm okay. I have it relatively under control for the time being. And Professional help is number one on the list. Yes, and things will keep getting better fingers crossed i will still probably have my days 
or maybe like a couple of days or whatever but work on it like you know when it happens it happens i'll deal with it and we'll try and get through it or whatever but um yeah if this has come as like a shock to people to hear this um yeah i know it probably is like i don't know for people watching this it's probably really fucking crazy to hear me say like the shit that i said earlier yeah because you're a fairly like happy yeah smiley laughy jokey mm. kind of person because I, I never under like i never understood it before that like most comedians are actually fucking like morbidly depressed mm, it's true and i get it and i think like a part of it is maybe to do with well not necessarily with comedians but i think like with my job like a lot of people come in and i just get like bombarded sometimes with people saying they have shit days or lost their job or like you know somebody is sick that's close to them or someone died that's close to them and then like i'm just constantly like taking that in mm. and i think that that like adds up as well but i just need to learn how to like separate myself a bit more from that but like i do like that aspect where people feel like they can talk to me about that kind of stuff but i just need to work on like filtering it a little better i think for myself yeah i mean you ha yeah. you have to uh i mean there is a boundary there you know what i mean like yeah. you're not a therapist that's why my dms are turned off yeah i mean we've like we've yeah. been very kind of i mean since pretty much the start we've been fairly you know this is a boundary and you're mm. not a therapist yeah if someone in chat is like comes in and says that they're like suicidal we'll deal with that obviously mm. um and try and refer them on to somebody who is a professional give them the hotline numbers and... yeah exactly um yeah it's a weird situation um but it's, yeah, yeah you do you do have to like protect yourself at the same time it feels like a very like mean thing to say that look it's not my job but like it is not my job i'm not a therapist i am not fucking qualified to talk somebody yeah, down you're not who qualified. is yeah somebody who wants to kill themselves that is not my fucking job i don't know how to deal with that yeah like it is not my responsibility i am not trained to do that i fucking play video games for a living and talk shit all yeah. day like I, that's all i do i am not a therapist i am not qualified in that regard and the way i deal with it is i and i think you have like, to have a boundary there as yeah, a streamer there's gotta be because otherwise you're gonna drive yourself fucking nuts it's why my dms are closed too because i used to get dms all the time of like hey you know i'm thinking of fucking doing this and then like i'm reading and i'm going oh fuck and then like i have to like reply to them and tell them hey look man don't do it you know and and then like you get dms it's like hey man because of your stream today i feel happier like i don't want to kill myself and whatever and it's just like taking in shit like that is just fucking that will hurt you yeah like that shit gets to you it's doesn't matter who you are like you fucking you absorb that and that is why my dms are closed on twitter or discord because like you have to protect yourself uh, yeah. and you have to put up that boundary yeah baddie was saying that recently even like yeah. in the last couple of months he was going through some and he said it to me he was like i've just had a really shit few days and with like you know mentally because people are coming to me and saying these things and people are saying it in chat and you know all this stuff and i was like your dms are open yeah like what do you mean like you mm. you know you don't need to be you don't need to do that yeah you know you're already you're already putting yourself out there so much as is and like yeah and he did close his dms after that and yeah. you know 
it is like you, it is you have to have some you know you have to protect yourself too yeah because like i don't know when you're streaming you put a lot of yourself into it and you put a lot of energy into it and you're trying to maintain a vibe you know and keeping people happy and like you know wanting to stay around and stuff and then like you are already doing so much that like your off time can't be spent reading and replying to those types of dms now sometimes you get dms are like dude i fucking love your stream you're the best you inspire the fuck out of me and best of luck and like you get those like it happens but like the thing is you get those and you get the other ones just as much as each other mm. and yeah you have to like you've got to like fucking you got to socially distance yourself from that shit like mm. you can't you can't do it because you will fucking drive yourself nuts and i understand why like you know if you are watching someone and you're you know part of their community and you feel like you know you know the person and you trust them and you might not have somebody else that you can say that shit to you know what I mean? I understand where it comes from, I guess. Um, and it's not that, you know, you don't care or, you know, other streamers don't care. It's just a boundary. The, the thing um, is... That needs to be there, the, I guess. The thing is, we do care. Yeah. At least, like, I can speak for myself. I can speak for, like, a lot of the other EFT streamers as well. Like, we do care about our communities. Like, a lot. Like, I fucking love my community. I love fucking 99.999% of the people in my community they're all great and we do care we do want to help but like for our own sakes we can't like go out that far you can't take on everybody else's baggage I yeah, guess because you got to remember that like when you're watching a stream there's hundreds of other other there's hundreds of other people in there as well that are also watching it and it also becomes to a point where like it's unfair on certain people if other people are getting like special priority or special treatment or whatever and then <laughs> you get to a point where like if you're replying to this guy and then he tells other people yeah i was just talking to so and so and he helped me and then you start getting messages from other people saying hey why does that guy get to do that mm. and it's just a fucking just a nightmare um, yeah, you just there's not enough in one person. To, yeah, like to I like, look, I'm one person, shows yeah. one person, and like I do most of the stream stuff. Like, well, I do like all of the streaming stuff. Like, I'm the one live, I'm the one interacting with chat and doing that kind of stuff. And then show has like a fucking billion other fucking jobs to do while I'm doing that. And like, just even the two of us, if we were to dedicate like time to it, it would just it would be too much, you know. Mm -hmm. But. We are only people. You must remember. We are as fragile as the rest of you. You know, we have our problems. And, you know, we have our issues. And. What do you mean? You're not allowed to have issues. You play video games for a living. <laughs> That's the thing as well. It's such a shitty misconception. You're not allowed to be depressed. It's such a shitty misconception that, like, a lot of people don't understand that, like, look, I'm not out here saying that streaming is the hardest job in the world because it's not. It's not at all. Um, That's such a but, stupid take, though. But Jesus Christ, like, to say it's a fucking easy job is a joke. Like, streaming is... You... Streaming consumes your entire fucking life. I mean, it, people, it becomes your people life, who you know? say it's such an easy job, then you go do it. Then you go do it. Why don't you go fucking do it? <laughs> yeah, then? go do it if it's so easy. Yeah. and Because people just... don't know. But, I mean, it's this thing of, like, you have a job that you enjoy, 
so you're not allowed to be depressed or you're not allowed to you know feel like a, it's the same with like rich people right you're a millionaire so you can't be depressed look by all standard like ideas of you know most of the people that are out there that like hate on people on twitter and social media and shit there's probably no fucking reason in the world why i should be depressed i have my dream job i have a fucking wonderful partner that if it wasn't for you i don't know where the fuck i'd be (laughs) and like growing up you know we had a nice house we had money parents had jobs i went to a good school I got supported through all of that shit. But like, just because you had a good like upbringing or like you have a good life or you have your fucking dream job, like you can still be depressed. You can still be anxious. You can still like be upset about things. You can still have bad days. Mm. Like it doesn't, it doesn't make a difference. Yeah. I mean, we, we have... sorry if you can hear that we have um you know an amazing job Mm. we love our job we love our work we love our life really for the most part um (laughs) i'm not trying to like say how great (laughs) we are i know i know i know i know know, know. (laughs) just like yeah we're great um we're so great (laughs) No, but it was a really and, great bar. Let's and go and we... make it better. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, we're above. I mean, you you've never really been you you kind of grew up in, I guess, a middle class like I didn't. Um, you know, I've been broke my entire life, mm. and that's kind of you know that's just I don't know that's just where i am i'll always be like a broke person in in you know what i mean that's just my default i suppose um and we're kind of at a place now where like we can (laughs) it sounds kind of dumb but we can do what i consider privileged things i Mm. guess um like i bought health insurance the other day i've never had health insurance in my life i got it the other day i don't know it just seems like like such a privileged thing to be able to do another example so expensive another example of it is like that Um, night we were gonna go to paris and we literally decided like two hours before we left that we were actually gonna go hmm. and like it just didn't even cross our minds that like it's not that big of a deal if we don't go yeah but we can go it doesn't matter and it's just like it's a weird thing because for me but even just like basic shit like yeah um I was able to get some of my teeth fixed. I'm able to get braces. Mm. Um, I'm able to go to therapy. Like I couldn't have like fucking therapy is expensive. Yeah. Like I literally started therapy in January of this year, and I wouldn't have been able to afford it before that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's these little things, and that's what I feel lucky to be. You know, because that's stuff that I've just i don't know i've just i guess being uh just not being used to, uh, used to having money i suppose and like we're not rich <laughs> like no. i'm literally like i'm just used to not not having money i'm just used yeah. to being broke um and to just have money to be able to like you know get your teeth 
fixed or like have therapy or have health insurance you know things that are considered probably normal Mm. um that's what i feel lucky to have i'm kind of weird in that regard because like i don't really care about having money see you grew up with all those things that i just mentioned (laughs) so yeah but like like, the thing is i've also seen like how money makes people act and i've seen what it does to people and i've seen how it changes people and i've just always made it a point to no matter like if i have a tenner or if i have a fucking million quid in my bank account Mm. like i don't want that to influence me as a person so i've always made it a point to just not have like this weird relationship with money because i'd rather be happy and i still think to this day like the some of the happiest like times we've ever been was when we were completely fucking broke Mm. and then we'd scrape together like 10 bucks to go get some fucking burgers and then we'd sit there in that shitty fucking single bed in that dog shit apartment block we used to live in in college and just like watch a movie and eat our burger yeah i mean when we when we moved in here we first started streaming um we just slept on a mattress on the floor yeah for like two years <laughs> yeah like and yeah. we'd probably still be on that mattress on the floor if it wasn't for uh my brother found this guy who was selling two bed frames for like 50 quid or something mm. and and then my ma rang me and she was like hey we have a bed frame here do you still need one and we were like a bed frame I was like yeah, i guess sure <laughs> and then he came in and built it and then we had a bed <laughs> it's just like yeah. i don't know it's so fucking now. stupid but like now we're i don't know i think we're kind of rolling because we got our new couch you know yeah, we got like, we got our telly and to... we have like a we have like a little bit of like a livable livable apartment other than one big giant fucking office yeah the big problem for a while was that we're in our living room right now so right here is the tv there is the couch and over in that corner there was where my desk used to be and show's desk used to be here so we'd sit here all day until we wake up we'd eat breakfast at our desk we'd work all fucking day and then we'd finish i'd probably sit at my computer for a while watch some videos and then we go to bed mm. but now it's like my office is in the other room so i go in there i stream some nights i'll come in here we'll watch tv uh maybe we'll order food uh some nights I'll come out here, I'll get some food, I'll go back in there and then we'll like play games together for the night or something and then we'll go to bed. But like there's a bit more of a like a separation there which is healthy. I yeah, think. it's so important. Like yeah. work life balance is something that we've kind of learned about in the last maybe year and a half. Yeah. Because I mean, to be uh, fair, for like the first while we were doing it, it was just kind of we didn't give a fuck about anything else. No, or, I mean, or not just, even each other. It was just yeah. this, we and just that's went it. Completely like, head first yeah. into it. We were like, we're gonna stream. We're gonna make this work. Yeah. Uh, you know, f- like failing isn't an option. Like we're just mm. gonna fucking do it, yeah. and you're gonna stream for twelve hours a day, and we're gonna, you know what I mean? And Which was, I mean, look, was was we fine just, at the time. We were just so determined to make yeah. it work that we literally just did that just that for like a year yeah <laughs> like, which is insane and like to be and but look in it, it, it to be fair like it, it worked i guess i don't know it, not even that it worked but it was good i think that we did that because now we have a comparison point of like yeah that was a fucking mess let's never do that again <laughs> and like <laughs> you know because like you learn from shit like that yeah. you know you gotta like you you gotta do that shit but like it was a good experience, but it was also a really bad experience because it was really unhealthy and it was really... It was really unhealthy, it yeah. It was really bad. 
It got us but, off the ground. Yeah. To be at a point now where we can go, okay, you know, this doesn't need to be the only thing we ever think about yeah. or do or talk about. You know what I mean? Because now I've pulled my streaming back a lot. Like, I stream like six to seven hours a day. Yeah. Like, now of... it's time to actually have some form of a life. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, mm. do normal things. Um, and it took a while to get to that point. We were just so determined and so in it and just so about making it work and, mm. you know, building it's it. It's just something you kind of have to do, which annoys me because, like, people think that, oh, I'll just start streaming, you know. It's just like... That's just how we did it. I don't I know. I mean, it's so hard to just even get your start and people don't think it takes work to get to where you are and then... The thing that annoys me as well is like people are like, oh man, I've been streaming for like two weeks and I haven't got any viewers. Like, well, fucking, of course you don't. You've been streaming for two fucking weeks. Yeah. Bro, I streamed for months for like 12 to 16 hours a day and got nowhere, dude. Mm. It's just like, that's how it is. And look, there's some people that will just fucking blow up and it just happens, you know, and lucky. Good yeah. for them. Right place, right time, right game, right personality, right set of skills or whatever. And like, that's fine. But rare, like, very rare. That is very fucking fringe. Like that doesn't happen. So like, I don't know. Just people don't think it takes much work, but like it takes a lot. And a lot of work that you don't see on camera either. Like a lot of shit happens off camera as well. And it's just, oh, you yeah. know. So, yeah. <sighs> yeah. So this was yeah. supposed to be a short podcast about mental health, but now it's going yeah, on. Yeah, I thought we'd just talk a little bit, but we kind of went on a bit. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't even know. I I won't really know what the, the state of this podcast is until I watch it back. Yeah, there will need to be like a disclaimer but, at the start of it, just telling people like, "Hey, we talk about some pretty fucking awful shit." Yeah, during some this. trigger warnings. Yeah. So, if you manage to get all the way through it, thank you. I hope you don't feel like shit now, but just know I'm okay. Show's okay. Cats are okay. Boo's <laughs> <laughs> curled up on the couch right there. Yeah. They stopped running around. Yeah. Which is nice. So we're chilling. I have to go stream. Mm-hmm. It's like six o'clock already. Yeah, we've been going for a while. Mm. We went a lot longer than I thought we would. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, we kind of had a rough few days. Um, but... We're good. We've been through shit. We've been through worse. <laughs> and, mm. you know, it's all about just... I think understanding is a big part of it. Understanding your own mental health, whether that's, you know, whatever bit of it, it that is. I think understanding really, really helps. Um, And therapy will help with that. Because I think that just gives you so much more power and control over it when you understand it so yeah i would recommend therapy for literally anybody everybody i know it's expensive and it's not widely available it should be so much it, sh it should be available everywhere for free <laughs> but it's yeah i would recommend it to anybody if you can do it you know you don't have to be in a big mental crisis which is kind of the way it's seen in ireland nearly you know, catch you, it before that point you only go to a therapist when you're like you know in your life is in a shit like and that's just not the case um yeah 
would recommend therapy yeah understanding and no matter what you think no matter how awful you think shit is no matter if you think everything's hopeless and you know you're completely fucked and you're just broken and you can never be fixed um i can pretty much guarantee you that it's just not the case (laughs) like it's just you're when you're in a depressive state your brain makes like tricks you into thinking like even as i was saying earlier i can't unload the dishwasher i just can't do it it's literally like climbing a mountain i mean it's completely ridiculous and it just you know what i mean but you do genuinely feel that way and it does make you feel certain way like you know what i mean you genuinely think that you're terrible or that everyone hates you or you know whatever it might be you you, like it's it's not the case i can nearly guarantee you it's not the case and usually just talking about it can like like just just that can can make you realize that you know and can lift it so much even if it's not a professional you know and that's like uh probably the simplest thing you can do yeah um (laughs) anything else that should be clipped and fucking posted everywhere anything else yeah se- I'd separate it like you mm. know it's not you it's this other fucking thing put it, someone's face on it that you don't like <coughs> and be like listen Karen I don't have time for your shit today so stop telling me these stupid fucking things that aren't helping okay and just put her back in her box tell your fucking sleep paralysis demon no you can't see the fucking manager <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah um all right is that is that it you got any final words take care of yourselves don't do what i do learn from me it's very bad don't run away from your problems yes because they can run faster true and they'll catch you and then they'll beat the shit out of you yeah don't bottle shit up yeah it's very bad coke and mentos analogy is very fucking a very accurate representation yeah it's a good visualization yeah it's very bad we all have our breaking points some people might be able to last a bit longer than others but just because you can last a bit longer than other people before you break doesn't mean it's gonna be any less fucking pretty when it happens so yeah you've got to take care of it like (laughs) you know the same way you have to you you take care of your physical body you have to take care of your brain it's so important jesus more fucking important it's it needs to be widely spread and taught you know it's not just about drinking water or eating fruit and veg or you know doing jumping jacks or having a run like it's you know brain things also yeah so yeah that has been episode eight (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if you're fucking eating a fucking thing of ice cream right now and crying into it, but that was the podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I think well, it went. Not necessarily enjoyed, but maybe learned something or 
found something helpful. I don't think you can really enjoy watching something like this, but mm. as I said, I I don't yeah. really know the state of this until I watch it back because yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of one of them because mm. it wasn't structured or anything, so I just don't really know how it went. But I think we got I most of the points out there talked about enough stuff it's so. not it's yeah if we can just you know encourage yeah. people to talk and make it seem like not a big deal or not you know this secret thing that <sighs> nobody talks about just it's fucking like, Jesus, dab on it man just you know. fucking fuck you depression monster you know and just yeah fucking... forget about the stigma and shit yeah. that really pisses me off <laughs> it no just stigma. it fucking annoys me Mm. um you know we we all have like literally look at up how many people suffer with whatever you suffer with like there's so you know it's not you are not alone it's literally (laughs) never just you yeah and look if there's anybody who is a fucking prime example of like putting on that mask it's fucking me because there's a lot of people that no clue or will watch this and be fucking blown away at some of the shit that i said just because I hide it on stream. Mm. You never know what people are going through. You never know what state their head's in. You just don't know. And also just don't like judge people. Mm. You know, because you never know what they're going through. You never know what they've been through. Or, you know, it's just, yeah, just fucking be good to each other. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That's a good sentiment. Yeah. This uh, podcast was brought to you by... I'm just kidding. (laughs) In part by Gamer Advantage and MSI. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to leave it off with like a, a laugh, you know? Yeah. You know, bit of bit of a fucking break from the doom and gloom. Mm. But yeah, lads, ladies, and everyone else, appreciate you watching. If you made it this far, give the video a like. <laughs> subscribe it feels so weird asking people to like and subscribe after you spent an hour and a half talking about mental health it's so weird but yeah do your things leave your comments let us know what you want to see in the future podcasts let us know if uh we helped in any way if you you know you appreciated hearing what we were talking about yeah it makes it more just normal yeah when people talk about it you know what i mean mm. i feel I, like more creators anyway. should probably do it yeah because they have big influences and followings and you know everyone's fucking human <laughs> yeah yeah lads make sure to follow take my care of yourselves and your brains yes and follow follow my stream where we have fun and chill and have a good time yeah twitch.tv slash tweet link will be down below and uh sub podcast channel follow the twitter so you can keep up to date with what's coming out next what topics are coming up yeah, we're on Twitter and Instagram at Tweak Show Podcast. Yeah, and then you we're also follow... on Apple Music and Spotify. Yeah, if you go yeah. to the Anchor, they have everything. Google, mm. Apple, Spotify, wherever you like. Yeah, and it's, all the links yeah. will be down below. So yeah, hope you enjoyed and we will see you guys next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>